This is Surfing Through Cinema. I'm your host, Hawaii Harry. Today I will be discussing the next film for Disney Week. This is another of the many package films Disney made during the 1940s to save on production costs due to World War II. This one in particular just has two animated segments with a live action part in between them to kind of lace them together. <clears throat> I'm of course talking about 1947's film, Fun and Fancy Free. Okay, so some technical details about Fun and Fancy Free. The Bongo animated segment was almost made into a feature film as a sequel to Dumbo, but because of production costs and because they can never come up with a good idea for it, it never came to fruition. Instead, it was just made as its own kind of animated cartoon, and it was mixed together with the Mickey and the Beanstalk cartoon that Disney had also made. And, um, Speaking of that, this is the last time Walt Disney voiced Mickey Mouse in a movie. He would voiced him a couple other times after this, but this is the last time he voiced him in a movie. And this is a big deal because, um, you know, he had been voicing him since 1928, almost 20 years. Disney was kind of reluctant to make this movie because he felt that his characters, um, Mickey Donald and Goofy, weren't so popular anymore. Um, but the directors and a couple animators were able to convince them and they started making this movie back in 1941 which um, yeah <clears throat> they uh, started making it back in 1941 but they kept pushing back until 1946 when they officially finished production of the movie and then were able to release it in 1947. Jiminy Cricket's in this movie as well and the song he sings called Happy-go-lucky fellow was originally made for Pinocchio, but due to time constraints and due to how the film was already long enough, they cut the song and almost initially scrapped it, but they saved it, and luckily they did because they were able to use it in this film instead. And the biggest reason why Jiminy Cricket's even in this movie is because he was one of the more popular Disney characters at the time, and they were trying to capitalize off of that. Okay, so now we'll get into the plot of Fun and Fancy Free. So Jiminy Cricket, he finds a, a record within this house he's inside of that talks about a love story of a bear named Bongo and another bear named Lulabelle. And this is all sung and, and put together by Dinah Shore, who's a famous singer during the 1940s. And the segment starts out with Bongo wanting to leave the circus. He's a famous circus bear. He can ride a unicycle on tightrope and land on a sponge and he's kind of sick of all of that and he yearns to go into the wild. And eventually he does break out of the train while it's going and he finds himself in the forest. And then he runs into a female bear named Lulabelle and they're instantly, they instantly fall in love and they're surrounded by other bears. And then another bear comes along, a really big one named Lumpjaw, who also has feelings for Lulabelle. And he comes around and beats up Bongo. And then, strangely enough, I don't understand why, but um, the way the bears show affection to each other is they slap each other. So Lulabelle, who likes Bongo, she slaps Bongo. And Bongo takes this as, oh, she hates me. And he goes off all sad, but 
she's really confused. She's like, I thought he liked me. And, and so Lumpjaw ends up being with her. As Bongo's riding away all sad, he realizes that the reason why she slapped him is because she loved him. So he goes back and he fights Lumpjaw. And, uh, you know, they're on top of a log that's rolling in the river and, you know, punching each other or whatever. And eventually Lumpjaw goes off a waterfall. And then Bongo, he's saved and he comes back and he takes Lulabelle. And then that's the end of it. They end up happily ever after. And so that's the first animated segment. And, uh, like I said, it has Jiminy Cricket in it, and it's being narrated by Don, uh, Dinah Shore. And then the second part, <clears throat> so Jiminy Cricket, he finds he has a birthday invitation, and he goes over to this house, and he finds a little girl and Edgar Bergen there with Edgar Bergen's marionette dolls, not marionette dolls, ventriloquist dummies, Charlie McCarthy and uh, Mortimer Snurd. And so Edgar's there kind of showing off his talents. He has like um, a face painted on his hands and he's kind of making funny jokes, whatever. And and uh, then they decide, then he decides to tell the little girl there a bedtime story, which is the Mickey and the Beanstalk story. And uh, uh, before I forget, so this segment is um, live action. This is a live action segment. And the only purpose of this live-action segment was to intertwine the two animated parts. And so, then, like I said, Edgar Bergen, he's narrating a Jack and the Beanstalk story, but it's with Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. You know, it's a classic retelling of the Jack and the Beanstalk story. The There's a singing harp in Happy Valley who's kidnapped by a giant, and the valley becomes barren, there's no more fruit or anything, and uh, Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, they're all farmers, they're all farmers, and they're struggling to make ends meet. All they have left is a couple slices of bread and some beans, and they have a cow outside. And, uh, you know, Mickey is struggling to make them dinner, and Donald just goes berserk and goes out and takes the axe to go and kill the cow because he's sick of starving. But Mickey and Goofy are able to constrain him, and Mickey decides he's going to go into town to sell the cow, you know, to make some money. And he buys some beans, and he's told that they're magical beans. So he brings them home, and Donald and Goofy are really disappointed. And Donald, he throws the beans into the ground, and Mickey's really distraught. In the middle of the night, the beans start growing into a giant beanstalk, and it lifts up the house and takes them high up into the clouds. And when they awake, they realize that they, in, in fact, were magical beans. And they find this castle that has the giant willy inside of it. And initially, when they get there, they find a giant table loaded with tons of food. So then they start scarfing down on food. But then they hear willy coming in, so then they try to hide. But he finds each of them. Mickey knows that this giant can change into anything he wants. So Mickey tries to convince him to turn into a fly so that they could swat him with a fly swatter. But Willie is pretty persistent that he wants to be a rabbit. So he turns into a rabbit and he realizes what they were trying to do. So then he locks them up into a little chest. But Mickey, you know, just in time jumps out of the chest before Willie locks it. While Willie's sleeping, he sneaks down and gets the key out of his shirt. And 
he tries to go back to unlock to get both Donald, Goofy, and the harp out of the chest. As they're sneaking away, Willie wakes up and he starts chasing them. So then they start sliding down the beanstalk and then Mickey and, or sorry, Donald and Goofy are trying to cut down the beanstalk whereas Mickey's trying to help the harp come down. And eventually they're all at the bottom cutting it. And just before Willie could come down, they cut down the beanstalk and he falls to the earth. And that's where that animated segment ends. And um, Mortimer Snurd, one of Edgar Bergen's friends, is kind of depressed and sad that Willie died. But Edgar Bergen says, no, he didn't die because he was never real. Um, but then all of a sudden, the rooftop is ripped off and we see Willie. And he's asking if anyone had seen Mickey Mouse. And Edgar Bergen, he passes out. And then, <clears throat> and then Willie, he walks away. And we notice that he's in Hollywood, so he's walking down the street, and he finds a bowler hat, puts it on his head, and then that's the last shot, is him walking off into the distance. And then that's the plot to Fun and Fancy Free. I'm going to go on a break real quick, but first, here's a message from our sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Here's how. It's totally free. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your computer and even your cell phone, but that's not all. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a complete podcast all in one small place. So go on and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Okay, so we're back from our break. Now I'm going to get into some critical reviews and my personal reviews of Fun and Fancy Free. So, the New York Times, this was back when the movie initially was released, they said that it has nothing brave and inspired, but just plain happy. So, they appreciated the, the optimism and the happiness that the movie brought, but they also felt it was kind of mediocre, like there's nothing that Disney explored with it, it was kind of just there. And uh, Time Time Magazine wasn't as kind with it, they said this is not notably inspired. They felt that the live action part of it was ridiculous, that you should never mix animation with live action characters. They felt it's never worked correctly, it never worked. So they tore this movie apart, they thought it was terrible, uninspired, and that Disney should focus on, you know, animation and feature films and not on trying to incorporate live action into it. Alright, and a modern critic, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, they give it a 75%, but they think it, <clears throat> but they state that it doesn't live up to its name, you know, fun and fancy free. They felt it was kind of dull and boring and that the animation was kind of subpar, especially with Bongo. They felt it was pretty lame and music was weird and lame. And, um, <clears throat> but they did think that the Mickey and the Beanstalk was the better of the two animated shorts. Um, but same thing, like, they felt it was kind of flat. Characters weren't too good in that one. All in all, critics think that this isn't Disney's best film. They think that it's subpar to what it usually does. They felt this one was lazy and not really inspired. And and modern audiences, 
modern audiences, they don't even know this movie exists. Like, you could ask any kid off the street, they'd have no idea what you're talking about. So, it's a pretty forgettable film. So, now I'll get into my personal views. Um, <laughs> I really don't like this movie. In fact, I hate this movie. Um, the sound effects and the characters in Bongo were just over the top and ridiculous. Especially when he's in the forest and he's trying to sleep. It's so... Like, the sound effects are all over the place, super loud, super annoying. It's really hard to watch this movie for me. And I do not recommend it at all for anyone, honestly. I mean, even if you're a completist, you know, sure, watch it once, but you definitely don't want to see this more than once. I ended up watching it two or three times because I just had such a hard time getting through it. Finally, though... I was able to watch the entirety of it, and, you know, I've, I was able to tolerate it enough to, <clears throat> I was able to tolerate it enough to actually finish it. Interestingly enough, though, when I was a kid, I watched this one all the time. Um, I don't know why. Maybe because I liked the Mickey and the Beanstalk. I mean, I love Mickey Mouse, Donald, and Goofy, and I wish more was done with them in Disney movies. Um, but yeah, I, now I, I can't stand it. <laughs> um, speaking of Mickey and the Beanstalk, I thought that part was okay, but it's pretty forgettable. Um, you know, the, the music's kind of weird and all over the place, and, um, I, I honestly wish it, it wasn't the Beanstalk. I wish it was a different cartoon that tried to do, that they tried to do with all three of those characters. Um, it kind of fell out of place and odd. And strangely enough, they already made kind of a cartoon about this with Mickey Mouse back in the 30s about, it's called The Little Tailor, and, you know, he takes down a giant as well. So I thought it was kind of odd how they decided to do it a second time, but in a feature. Now, of the two animated shorts, I do agree with critics. Um... <clears throat> I do agree with critics, though. This is the better of the two. I thought the bongo one was just terrible all around. I I had such a hard time getting into it and liking it. Um, I mean, it was cutesy and all that, but I couldn't stand it. I really couldn't. Uh, and finally, my last personal view. I thought the live-action part was really strange. Like, it had... I have more questions with it than I got answers. Like, why is Edgar Bergen alone with a little girl for her birthday party? And why is he wearing that weird hat? And why did he draw a weird thing on his hand? I mean, yeah, he was the most popular ventriloquist at the time. And it makes sense why they would add him into it. But it was really odd. All in all, I don't recommend this movie. I think it's subpar to what Disney is supposed to be, what Disney does, and it's definitely skippable. If you have to watch it, um, <laughs> I recommend bracing yourself because the sound effects and everything, they're ridiculous all over the place, and it's very hard to watch. It really is. The thing I like to say about Fun and Fancy Free, it's anything but. I think it's awful. <laughs> Alright, so next time I'll be discussing the next film for streaming through Cinema Week. 
Now this is a film that has action, jet, and some very catchy songs to go with it. We'll be in the danger zone with this 1980s classic, Top Gun. Alright, well until next time, this has been Surfing Through Cinema with Hawaii Harry. Take care. Thank you for listening to Surfing Through Cinema. Make sure to check us out on Facebook at Surfing Through Cinema with Hawaii Harry and on Instagram with Surfing Through Cinema. We also have a website, www.anchor.fm forward slash surfing through cinema, where you can learn more details on upcoming episodes and on past episodes.